0: If I could go back and tell my 17 year old self something, you know what I would tell him, what I'm telling myself today and what I will be telling myself when I'm 70. Let's talk about that story. Welcome to the Yellow Chair Podcast with X, where we deep dive into the stories that drive our lives. All right, family, my son will be 17 years old soon. And it got me reflecting and thinking about what would I love to have gone back and tell my 17 year old self? And when I wrestled with that question, I came to the same conclusion, the same story that I tell myself every single day. And then I thought about it. I would tell my 70-year-old self this. I tell my clients this stuff. The same exact thing every time because it's foundational. And here it is. Live with purpose. That's it. Live with the freaking purpose because purpose is foundational. It's a driving force for everything that we think, we feel, and ultimately what we do. When we have purpose, those things are guided. We turn the attention of our most powerful brain, which is on 24-7, 365, and we give it a damn mission. That's what purpose does. It's a powerful driving force. And purpose, if I was to summarize it, is just simply having a why. A why and a defined what, which gives us aim to turn that attention, like I said, into intention. And so much of our lives, I believe, is wasted without that level of purpose. But that leads to another important question that my 17 year old self would have asked immediately. The same question I'm asking myself every single day, and that is, okay, that's fine. That's great. That sounds good. But hey, how do I find my purpose? What, what is my purpose? Like like that's a very difficult question to wrestle with and to have an answer for. And here's what I'll, I'll take you back to. One of the most powerful experiences in my life. It was uh, in college, back at the University of Pennsylvania. Young man, I think I was about 20 or so. the Best class I ever had. It was by uh, Professor McDaniels. His name is Professor Zukufu Zuberry these days, but back then it was Professor McDaniels. And this class, it, it, was, it was fortunate because it, it rolled out this way. It was all black people in the class. And that pen, it was only like seven of us there. So, so I'm over exaggerating, but it was all black people in the class. So Dr. McDaniels or Professor Zukufu Zuberry, he could let his hair down and really like let into us a little bit. So we were reading this book. And I think it was uh, Carter G. Woodson's uh, Miseducation of the Negro. And (laughs) it was a good book. In fact, I'm going to look on Google right now for a quote uh, from Carter G. Woodson. It's Black History Month. Let's dig in. And whether it's Black History Month or not, this is appropriate for all kinds, every kind. And here's the quote. If you can control a man's thinking, you do not have to worry about his action. When you determine what a man shall think, You do not have to concern yourself about what he will do. If you can make a man feel that he is inferior. You do not have to compel him to accept an inferior status, for he will seek it himself. If you make a man think that he is justly an outcast, you do not have to order him to the back door. He will go without being told. And if there is no back door, his very nature will demand one. And I was called on to read that passage in class. And Dr. McDaniels said to all of us, he said, you Negroes in this class and I hope I'm not putting him on blast. He said, you Negroes in this class are going to take the back door. And we were like, what? Back door? No, we're not. He's like, look, you Ivy League Negroes are going to take the back door. In fact, just like he said, you're going to make a back door. You're going to demand a back door. You Negroes are going to create a gold studded. Platinum laced backdoor, you negroes in this class. And of course we were all like, hell no, no, we're not. Da-da-da-da. We were going in there, we were going back and forth, and he was adamant, sitting there like a like a like a, a old old G, just pressing our buttons. And we're these young, impressionable, immature minds, just fighting and protesting this idea, and he's just asking these well-placed questions and dropping these well-placed gems on us. And he finally hit me with something. He said, here's what it comes down to. Y'all don't read. And then I stood up and said, wait a minute, I I do read. I I don't know what to read, but I do read. He said, that's the problem. He said, because the moment you start reading is the moment you start to know what to read. Because here's the thing. You crack open a book like Carter G. Woodson's Miseducation of the Negro, it's going to. It's going to prompt you to think. It's going to show you certain things. It's going to show you what you know, what you don't know. And the curious mind who wants to know will then be armed with going to go find what comes next. In other words, you Negroes, because you don't read, you will never find out what it means to go through the front door. And that kind of like like weighed on me heavily for years. The simple idea that we can profess that we don't know a thing and that we can't touch a thing or something is outside of our grasp and reach and we become paralyzed by that very thought. But what he was saying and and how I'm connecting this to where we are today with the pursuit of purpose is the same idea at play. You have to pursue purpose to find it. You can't find it in a vacuum. You can't touch it by sitting down and making an intellectual exercise. You can't simply just say, This is my purpose. You have to pursue it. Just like reading those books, you have to read. And as you read, you start to uncover new things. And as you uncover those new things, a whole new world starts to open up to you. And that is how you find purpose. The same exact formula. So if I was going back and and talking to my 17-year-old self and my 17-year-old son today, look, you got to live with purpose. You need to understand your why, the driving force behind what you do. And you need to crystallize that into a defining what, something that you're going to go create in the world. And when you have that why and that what and that purpose driving you, now that attention That you're giving to life and living in the pursuit of the things that you want, that brain power that is on 24 7, 365, you can now give it a mission. In other words, you can turn attention, the raw power of attention, into intention, an intentional, conscientious decision to do, be, feel a thing. And that is living. With purpose. And when you give yourself over to living with that level of purpose, you will find not only higher degrees of success, less friction in your life, and not only that, more happiness and fulfillment. Because at the end of the day, what we will look back on isn't necessarily what we've accomplished. It will be whether we've lived a life of purpose, whether we've done things that have meaning and substance, whether we've lived, loved and given ourselves over to this life in a way that makes us feel proud of our story. And nothing helps us to do that, like waking up each day and knowing what our purpose is. But like I said, like Dr. zakufu Zuberi blessed me with that day. This isn't an intellectual exercise. You have to pursue it. You have to go get it. You can't allow the fact that you don't know or that you can't access or that there's obstacles and challenges stop you. Just simply go pursue something that you think is worthy, something that you think feels like it's connected to your purpose, something that you have a hunch. But it's in that pursuit that you will find that next level action, that next level thing to do or pursue that can bring you even closer to the real purpose. Which, by the way, is an ever unfolding thing an ever unfolding thing, and it's a lifelong pursuit. But you got to crack open that book. It's not going to hit you upside your head. You have to pursue it. You have to chase it. You have to go get it. And that leads me to one last point. We're all living and doing the best we can, presumably, right? But it isn't just doing. It's bringing a process to the table. Because as Dr. Zukufu Zuberi said, you read, but then you have to go and digest it. You have to evaluate. You have to weigh and measure. What does this actually mean? What was he trying to say? How does this apply to me? What are the patterns? What do I know now that I didn't? What do I need to know? It's the questioning and the curiosity around the thing that we read that then gives us the clues as to where we need to go next. So if we're passively just living and we're passively just allowing this attention, this raw machine I've called our brain to just go when we're not bringing intentionality to breaking it apart and dissecting what's actually happening, we won't get the gems. We will never become conscious around the things that are driving us. We won't see the clues that can lead us to what's next. In other words, we will blindly, dumbly, and stupidly progress through life. So if there's one thing to add to this is you have to pursue purpose and you have to be a curious detective in analyzing, breaking apart, and asking the questions that will allow you to uncover the meaning behind it all. And will you be one for one? No. No. You'll strike out most of the damn time. But here's the thing. Each time you strike out, you will learn something. You will discover something and it will lead you to the next thing. So there's a healthy relationship between not only getting up, getting up and just doing pursuing something of meaning and depth to you, whatever that means. But it also means sitting back, distancing yourself a little bit and saying, "Okay, what does that mean? What did it tell me? What did I learn? And you start to see all the patterns. You start to see the meaning and purpose behind it. And that fuels, quite literally fuels your next step. Because you will know that your previous step was well worth it. And your next step could be potentially your best step. So whether you're 17 or 70, the question remains the same. What is your purpose? What is your defining why? And how do you crystallize that into a mission of what? As you're trying to create and unfold and and bring into this world. So that life has meaning. So that we can have impact. And we can be proud of our story. But that work, no one can give it to you. No one will sit down and there will be an aha moment where you have it all figured out. Sit down with anyone who is truthful and honest about that process, even the most successful, brilliant person you know, they will ultimately say, I understand where I've been. I understand where I am today and I have clarity around my purpose, but it is still each and every day I pursue it becoming even more clear. And that's the beauty of it all. You don't need absolute clarity. You just need to have the heart and drive to go pursue and the curiosity to evaluate that story to see who you've been, who you are, and who you could potentially be. Be. I'm out. Hey fam, thanks again for joining me in the yellow chair. I want to invite you to go even deeper to take this to the next level by pulling out your phone and texting me at 800- 425-2095 that's 800-425-2095 that's my direct number type in the word yellow chair and when you text me you'll be joining my x-factor weekly insider community where i send out resources to help you to continue to storify your life and to lead your story so don't miss that opportunity 800-425-2095 thanks again for joining me here in the yellow chair make sure you like subscribe comment share these podcasts you are trying to change 100 million people's lives and you're a part of that. So thank you again. And I see you in the next yellow chair. I'm out.